This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Hey Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs post game show podcast presented by Points Bet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk free bets up to two thousand bucks. Luke Stuckmeyer and Cody Del Mendo here. Hopefully Ryan Herrera before the end of the podcast. He'll join us from Wrigley Field, where he is working the clubhouse, getting interviews, and the march to sixty three. One more step in the right direction. Hell yeah, man! One more step. That's what we're Just playing nice to for. win one, baby. Six to three over the mighty Nationals without Juan Soto. <laughs> and this is where we're at. This is where we're at. God. We will get to the big story of the night uh, as we did a lot of the pregame show about, of course, uh, Jason Hayward, Cubs saying that he will not be back this season and then they will uh, release him at the end of the season and he will no longer uh, play in a Cubs uniform. Uh, he'll get his $22 million next year and try and find another team. Uh, again, we'll get to that. We know it's going to be a hot topic in the chat and everywhere else. Uh, discuss what that means for the, the club moving forward. But quickly, let's get through the Cubs win because, as you say, it is nice to just win one every once in a while. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, man. Keegan Thompson, you know, he was coming off that game of four and two-thirds, uh, two homers, five earned runs against the Cardinals. This was a better outing. He didn't have his best stuff, clearly. Uh, there was some hard contact against him. But I love seeing him bounce back and fight through it to give you another a, a, a good outing that he can, again, build on. You know, that that's impressive when a young guy doesn't have his best stuff after a bad outing and he's able to fight through it and still get you a win. Yeah. Uh, you know, I tweeted out the, the stats from uh, Baseball Savant analytics guy since May 17, 2022. <laughs> Never forget. Uh, basically, meaning I just know how to run Baseball Savant. Uh, and, yeah, the – the hard contact against him today uh, wasn't great. Uh, Nelson Cruz just missed one yeah. in that sixth inning after Voight. Luke Voigt hit one out. Which Luke Voigt, I mean, he is he's he has been a Cubs killer this year. He, he really has hit a couple homers when he's with the Padres. And I mean, if you look at his numbers on the season, he he hasn't been great. So I'm just like, what are what is what is it about the Cubs that makes Luke Voigt great? Uh, Star Wars night. Guy named Luke. Yeah, Luke. That's, yeah. that's it. Should have bet the homer. Uh, dang it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, the hard contact was there tonight. Uh, you know, I'm looking at it right now. Three of the four hardest hit baseballs tonight were off of Keegan Thompson. Uh, the hardest hit baseball tonight, though, was hit by Christopher Morell, who hit a two-run shot uh, off Anibal Sanchez. Blew up the Death Star. 
yeah. right out of the stadium. Absolutely. Uh, Scott Crawford says no cubby shots. We haven't done <laughs> cubby Kool-Aid shots since about the first month because <laughs> after that it just kind of seemed like. Didn't make sense. Yeah, it was a little borderline inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it just didn't feel right. Gonna have mm-hmm. to save that for like 2025, 2026. Jack says <laughs> Cody Velasquez though. Yeah, Nelson Velasquez three uh, hit yeah, night though. Yeah, yeah. You know, again, like we're gonna talk about Jason Hayward in a little bit, but there's a reason that they're That's right. doing That's what one they're of the doing. Guys. They got they got to play Nelson Velasquez every day. I am asking for Nelson Velasquez to play every single day. This guy's got insane power. We saw tonight with the wind blowing in, hits one out. He's got two more hits to go after that. He struck out in a big moment, so whatever. He's young. Like, we just got – the whole point, if there's any point to the rest of the season, if there's anything to, to watch is to watch players go through the motions of, you know, trying to build their major league career. So, I mean, I don't know if Nelson Velasquez is going to be part of the next great Cubs team, but I'd rather find out and then move on from him uh, once we find out. But if he doesn't play every day, we're never going to find out, for, like, fully. Agree. I, I would like to see more Velasquez. Uh, Jack R. saying Higgins, Velasquez, Morel, Madrigal need to be in there every single day. I don't know if I need to see Higgins every day, but I would like to see the other three every day. And, and you will have to watch. This is one thing that will help. Uh, David Ross in his lineup, like, you will like to see Morel play, but you also don't want to – overload him with playing time. That's something they yeah. talked about in the broadcast, obviously, sure. with Keegan Thompson, that he's never been over 130 innings ever in his career, and he's probably pushing 100 now. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to watch him. You don't you don't want him to just totally destroy his arm this season by going too much at one time, and then Ron Coomer pointed out, but you would like to see him try to push through because, obviously, the overall goal is that he's pitching in the postseason someday where he'd be way over 130 innings. Yeah. So I'm looking at it's his, just progress. It's the first time he's going this far. Right. I'm looking at Keegan Thompson's uh, Fangraphs page now. Um, I'm pretty sure it's not updated with tonight's stats. So coming into tonight, he had 93 innings pitched. Right, yeah. So he's, like, he's, he's right there around the 100 mark. I think 96 is his all-time high at, at the professional level. No. <laughs> I, I'm... When he was in the minors, the most the most innings he pitched was sixty seven. Sixty seven. So I mean, when like he was he's, a high A. Yeah. Obviously, this is it already. Yeah. Um, so again, it's good to see him. I don't, I don't know how many innings he pitched in college, but right. But, but you I would doubt guess it it's was, way less. Yeah, than that. way less than that. Um, so this is the most he's ever pitched in a season, and it's good to see him fight through not having the best stuff, still being able to give you a productive night. And um, I, I like what I see. I again. You're just, they're going to keep an eye on him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he might skip a couple starts here as they try to slide some guys in uh, toward the end of the season. So you might not see him every single time through 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 the rotation, but they'd like to as long as they can. That would be my guess is the way they would answer that. Uh, Velasquez and Morrell with the two homers in this game. And I uh, saw Tony Andraki from Marquee, uh, one of my former coworkers, talking about that he had an article and he talked to both of them about how they have this bet going mm. about who's going to hit the most home runs and last year it was uh Velasquez so Morell owed him a steak dinner and I believe this it can be minors or or in the major leagues this season so so it's combined it's combined okay. and so Velasquez is up by one homer I believe this season <laughs> 
And so they've got a pretty good back and forth going, uh, but they're really close. And, you know, he was saying uh, there was a quote from Morell talking about when Velasquez hit his first major league home run, he didn't know who was more excited <laughs> because he was so excited that they've been through every level. It was like he had hit his first major league home run again. So that was, yeah. you know, it's pretty cool to see guys go through that together. And um, again, you're hoping, you're hoping they're pieces for the future. We don't know, you know, we're, we sit here and we try to predict what Morell's going to be. He's 22. Mm-hmm. He's a kid. Yeah. Well, he turned. He did turn 23. 23 now. Yeah. yeah. But when he came up, yeah, yep, 22. 22. Still got a lot of growing to go. Uh, you know, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to blame him on that. That error. Uh, when it, I the throw to wisdom, wisdom didn't yeah. catch the ball. I, I don't know what. I off the top of my head, I don't know if they called that an error on wisdom or a throwing error on Morell. But well, he had one in the in the early in the game too, where he threw way high. Uh, like in the first inning, and Wisdom pulled it down and applied the tag. So Wisdom kind of saved him on one. Okay. Um, he wasn't spectacular at shortstop tonight, but you know it's one game. Yeah. Well, you mean uh, Morel? He was at third, I thought. Third. Yes. Yeah, because Nico was a yes, short, third. right? Yeah. Yes. No one else is playing short. No, no, no. Third. I meant third. <laughs> um, he's he's probably he's probably utility guy. That's just a guess. I, I would agree with that uh, comment from Jack. Um, but he's good enough to be an everyday second baseman. Of course, we'll address that. But if Nico Horner was playing second base, even though he's shown he's a really, really good shortstop, depends on who's available in the free agent market. Yeah. yeah. A lot little... of ways they can go. The flexibility is nice. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I – Tonight was a good night for just, you know, looking forward to the future. You guys saw a lot of good things. Nico with the uh, – he had an RBI single tonight uh, off uh, former Cubs legend uh, Steve Shishak. Couldn't believe his arm was still attached to his uh, <laughs> shoulder after what Joe Madden did to him. Uh, you know, him and then, you know, the insurance runs later in the game. Uh, Contreras couple hits tonight, uh, which is – you always love to see that. Uh, I know Hap had the double – Nikki two walks. How about yeah, Nikki two walks? Two walks, a bad a strikeout. Bunt. Yeah, a bunt. The, that, the strikeout was bad. The, the strikeout was bad. Looking with painted there on the edge, couldn't believe he didn't swing at it. Considering, <laughs> like he doesn't ever walk. But again, two walks. You will take what we can get from Nick Madrigal. I do think that his at bats have been better since coming back from Iowa. It's it's very slow. Moving up, but I I think it's the best we've seen from Nick Madrigal all season. Like, that's how bad it's been. So, you know, maybe he's finally getting healthy. Remember, he's, he was coming off an injury coming into the year, uh, and then, you know, he's he's been hurt multiple times this year. Maybe he's finally getting healthy. Again, we need to see something from him these last two months in order to have any kind of idea about his future. Agreed. Uh, he's got to stay healthy. So. Yeah, so I mean that's one thing, right? So uh, yeah, decent night all around uh, from the entire lineup. When you score six runs, it's that's how you get it done. But when you're getting three hits out of your seven hole, Nelson Velasquez, I mean, yeah, uh, that's gonna get him boosted up in the lineup eventually if he keeps doing it. Uh, his first career three hit night, so I won't get too excited about it. But as like I said, he's he's shown the power, he's shown the ability to, you know, drive in runs and stuff like that. So, it's very, very good to see, and uh, just need more of that. You know, like 
the the power that him and Morel bring, like they're gonna like that's been the biggest inconsistency from the Cubs offense all season. It's just who's gonna hit the homers outside of Patrick Wisdom, and I mean, imagine what if, if Morel hadn't come up. Right, <laughs> right, right. You know, yeah, seriously. Right. Um. So. Well, a lot of confidence out there. A lot of a lot of people saying, "Oh, they're not going to lose a hundred. I but sure hope BG not. BG DN says, "No, they may lose a hundred still." <laughs> Jack says, "Cubs will win sixty nine. Nice." Uh, friend Mill Homers. We'll get to him too. Yeah. Listen, and the thing with Madrigal, uh, Jack R saying Madrigal's a really good hitter. We were over on the couch watching the game, saying, "Hey, if he walks more." You know, it was just two walks in this game, but he makes contact. So if he can walk more, he he offers you a little more value than a guy that just hits. gives you a couple slap hits. Right. Like that's that his value significantly increases if he could just walk at the I guess the major league average. But continue the contact rate. Yeah, exactly. If he can hit three hundred but also walk at the major league average. He's a very, very solid second baseman. That that if he could do that, he would be a very, very solid second baseman. Because the defense, I, I do think the defense is better than what we were told by the Sox guys coming into the year. Mm-hmm. We've seen better defense from him than I expected. Uh, but he's not versatile. You can't play him at short. You can't play him at third. Obviously, you're not going to play him at first, and you're not going to DH a guy like that. So he has to play second. So like, if he can't if he's not versatile, and he's not going to hit homers. Then you and it, if if he's going to hit three hundred, it'd be nice if he could at least walk a little bit too. So to, to see two walks tonight, I think is is uh, encouraging. So yeah, I mean, I'm not out, but I'm not in. Yeah, I'm just very much it's like early. on the line. Like <laughs> if he strikes out twice tomorrow, I'm gonna be like I'm out again. <laughs> but if he you know gets a couple knocks and be like all right. Thanks, Sox. You know, but I'm just thanks, Sox. Maybe like maybe I can pick a lane by the end of the year. But like right like right now I'm leaning like I'm out because at the end of the day the Cubs can go sign a free agent and move Nico back to second, and they can play Morel at third. You know they could, they could or they that. could keep Morel in the outfield. Maybe Hap's not extended. We don't know how that's going to play out. And if you sign one of those shortstops that we'll talk about later, maybe one of those guys moves to third and Nico stays at short. Yeah. And Morell's at second. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of versatility. And same thing with Madrigal. Madrigal could turn out to be your guy that is just your guy off the bench. You're looking for some contact late in the game. Like, Right. He may not be an everyday player. Yeah. Maybe not. We'll find out. We're going to find out. But you, that's not why, you know, you don't not sign a guy because you want to see more Madrigal. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you can get a great player, you get a great player. Yeah. Um, what were your bets going into this? Uh, I had By a the hit way, po- points bet shirt tonight. Yeah, look at Stucky's Shout out. bet shirt. I have the same points bet shirt. It's awesome. It's nice and soft. Yeah, right? I'm going to tell you. It's Shout out to our friends at points bet for sending like them butter. to us. Uh, my bets tonight, I had a hit parlay that did not hit because Adley Rushman did not get a hit. So if you listen to CHGO Bets Daily, you would know what parlay I'm talking about. So I am still winless in, like, my last five. It's annoying. Uh, anyway, 
That's all right, you know, because <laughs> PointsBet is my favorite app, and it's the best way to support CHGO, guys. And when you download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up, if you do that right now, you get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. That's not it. If you make a $50 more first-time deposit, you receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. And you even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO Locker, all for making more than or equal to a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email PointsBet at all, chgo.com. And we will help you out. Your home for live in-play betting just got even better. See an edge in the game you're watching. Is your favorite team prime for a comeback? If you live bet the Nationals tonight, uh, well, that was dumb. But I understand if you're hedging your emotions. I get that. But I wouldn't do that for a team that's 20 under because what's the point? Uh, Don't just watch the game. Bet along with it live. More live betting, more live markets, and faster live cash outs. Follow along with your bets the moment they hit and stay in the live action all game long. Download the PointsBet app right now and use promo code CHGO. So what are you waiting for? It's time to elevate your live betting game once the game starts. Don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you or someone you know has a gaming problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. i got to tell you guys about OWEN, which stands for Only What You Need. OWEN is a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives nutrition to you that works as hard as you do. All the products are free of artificial ingredients, allergen-friendly, no gluten, no dairy, easily digestible. That alone is hard enough to find in anything, let alone something that's really good for you. I first heard about Owen from Bears quarterback Justin Fields. He follows that plant-based diet. He loves Owen. And so Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you an awesome offer. 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. That's L-I-V-E. O-W-Y-N.com with the code CHGO20. Join me, Justin Fields, Cody Del Mendo, and many other great athletes trying Owen, only what you need. Joe, have you tried Owen? Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I have not. Oh, I've heard, I've heard nothing but great things from yeah, almost everybody see? in the office. So. See what you're missing? Joey's... Uh, you know, he plays on the softball you know, I, team. You I haven't worked some. out in a while, though. That's It's my own fault if I, you know. Yeah, but, you know, like plant-based diet, that's not going to hurt you regardless of whether you're working out or not. It sounds like you're it's... Right. You're right, Saki. Are, are, you on, are you on the I plant-based tried, diet? I have tried it. You know what I'm on? I am on the AG1, mm. and so it's a balance of which one am I able to... I, I don't have time for both, so I'm, I'm working on the AG1 right now, but I have tried Owen, and it's, it does give you a little boost, too. Just like the AG1, it's just slightly different stuff. It's a protein shake. One is more uh, like a vitamin supplement, basically. If Justin Fields told me to drink motor oil directly out of my car, I would do it. So You would do it? I would do it. So And Nick Moriano, too. So those two guys, well, I, yeah. I, would, I would drink it every day. I haven't yet, but I would. <laughs> would you drink bleach, though? That's the question. Ugh. Well, sometimes nope. the Cubs make me think about it. No, don't it. say it. Don't say it. We are not uh, legally responsible for that comment. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do that, please. <laughs> do not drink bleach. Uh, I see a Cardinal fan in the comments. I'd just like to let you know that more people talk about Yachty Molina than they do Nelson Cruz. And I looked up Nelson Cruz's stats tonight, and he is Pretty significantly good better than Yachty Molina has ever been in his entire career. Thank you, and please get out of the chat. Like he is a better hitter than Yachty Molina, no question about it. <laughs> yeah. 
Please don't leave the chat. You can now respond and probably just share <laughs> me in the chat. That's fine, too. <laughs> uh, so the big news, obviously, going into this game, and frankly, surprising news, because is, is of course, Jason Hayward, knees not progressing. Chad Hayward said he will not be back this season. He'll be around the team because they they like what he brings in the clubhouse and being around the young guys, there's value there. At the end of the season, they don't see him as part of the team because they would like to see what they've got uh, in the outfield. They've got to play some guys. And so Jason Hayward will um, be let go at the end of the season, and he'll be able to search for another team, and they will pay him his $22 bucks that's left on his eight-year deal. I was surprised because I think my belief was that if they hadn't done it to this point, they weren't going to do it this season. I, I would thought there was a real good chance he wasn't going to be on the team next season, but I thought that they might still bring him back at some point this season. Once yeah. it dragged on this long. Mm-hmm. But apparently the knee's not doing well, and I don't know it's if that's a cover. Well. I don't know I, if that's a cover or, or what, that. but he's not going to play some people are getting what they've been asking for for at least two plus years. Yeah, it feels like it. You know, I I know mm. there's kind of a there's multiple ways to look at Jason Hayward's Cubs career. There's no way to say that on the field it was super successful. You know? Yeah. Um uh, but not for a lack of trying, not because he's a bad guy, not because he um was a bad teammate. They gave him a big contract. It didn't work out financially. It happens. That's mm. why you see teams not wanting to give eight-year deals to guys. Yeah. You know, um, I liked the deal when he signed. I also liked the Soriano deal when he signed. Mm-hmm. Um, Soriano injuries were a huge part of it. I don't know that injuries were a huge part of Jason Hayward. No, it really. just He just never lived up to that hype on mm. the field. You thought when you... Let me take you back to the winter of 2015. Yeah, the winter of 2015. Jason Hayward coming off his best season of his career mm-hmm. with the Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals offered him more money, and he still chose the Cubs. And you thought you were getting a guy who, you know, was a contact hitter who had potential to be a 20 to 30 home run guy. Uh, you know, got on base a lot, and you know, just was a like a crazy athlete. Yeah. And was a really good defensive outfielder, which at the time the Cubs desperately needed better defense in the outfield because they had Kyle Schwarber, Jorge Soler, and Dexter Fowler in the outfield. And obviously like people people still talk about Kyle Schwarber's defense in left field. Hayward and, was gold glover. Yeah, yeah. And and Jorge Soler is yeah. more of a DH. I, I'm pretty sure he DHs more than he ever has ever since the Cubs traded him to the Royals. So, like, I'm not justifying it. I'm not justifying how much money he got. I'm just saying that, like, the people who go back and are like, I can't believe we paid this guy this and that. I was like, well, he literally was exactly what the Cubs needed going into 2016, yep. and he was coming off the best year of his career, and he was one of the, like, one of the top prospects when he came up and had shown flashes of being a really solid five-tool player like, and he was 26. Yeah. Like, I, it's not like they signed a 32-year-old 32, 32 guy to a to a, 
a 10-year deal or or like Albert Pujols when he was 30 and, and you know, is getting DFA'd at, you know, 37, 38 years old by the Angels. Like, they signed a guy that they thought was going to be in the in the prime of his career. He was. That, like, that was their comment. I remember, mm. like, when they signed him was, this guy doesn't come available very often. Right. A, a young, only 26, and trending up. Like, that doesn't, that guy doesn't become available to a lot of teams. Right. So, in that way, I, I, I liked the move. Yeah, there, I think, in hindsight, of course, you everyone doesn't like it, but I think... That's why when I look back at, like, all of Theo Epstein's, like, you know, good and bad moves, like, yeah, in hindsight, the Hayward move was bad, but when they made it at the time, like, it was the best move. It was a sign that the Cubs were serious about contending for a World Series in 2016. It was a sign that, hey, we're going to go out and get the best player on the market. He was the best player available Mm -hmm. on the market in the winter of 2015. And you took him from a rival in your division. Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, again, in hindsight, it sucks. I I think that my, my thing with Hayward is at this point, you know, he was a really good dude, great in the community. Like, his teammates loved him. He was a leader in the clubhouse, like you kind of said. And, you know, he just did not hit enough. That's That's, at the end of the day, he just did not hit enough for the Cubs – uh, when they were, you know, in their window, and he, you know, now he apparently can't stay healthy, and he doesn't hit still. So uh, there were still some decent years in there. I thought 2019, 2018, 2019, 2020 were, you know, solid. Were they worth the money that he was making? No, but they were still solid years. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm sticking up for him, but at the same time, if you want me to push back, it's – you know, I kind of said this on the pregame show. I don't if, if if Jason Hayward had lived up to the contract and was still living up to that contract and going into his last yeah. year, perhaps the Cubs aren't in this situation right now because if they got what they really thought they're going to get out of Jason Hayward going or in the 2018 season and in the 2019-2020 seasons, perhaps maybe those teams went further in the playoffs. Maybe something's different happened. Maybe maybe the Cubs are able to uh trade him. Uh, and actually get some value, or even though that he had a no trade clause, or maybe he opts out of his contract, like his contract was loaded with player right. opt-outs, and he never opted out because there was no reason for him to opt out because he did not. He, he knew it was he wasn't going to make more money. So, it again, in hindsight, it all sucks. <laughs> I I knew Michael was going to come on the chat tonight and say something, and sure enough, he says, I'm a good dude, help the community, and I can't hit either. <laughs> like, I'm not, again, I'm not defending that they were playing him over guys that should have been getting playing time early in the season. That bothered me, too. Like, I, he clearly was not part of the future going forward. That was a mistake by the Cubs. I don't know, was that a loyalty because they didn't show loyalty? Like, Forget about all that stuff. I'm just saying about his contract in general, going in, I was okay with it. It shows you that it can be a dangerous thing to sign free agents. And by the way, it can also show you that prospects don't always develop. Even the best ones don't always develop. The surefire guys don't always develop into superstar players. Oh, yeah, he was called up super early in his career. That's I was, why he was, I was at his major league debut in Atlanta with the Cubs, and he homered off Zimbrano, and the people in Atlanta where he's from 
were going crazy around the stadium. And it was like he was going to be the next Mike Trout. Like he was yeah. going to be the next great player at that time. And he just never really reached that level. But again, I'm angry about players that accept the money from like an eight-year deal and then dog it for eight years after yeah. they get their contract. That's the guy you really want to avoid signing a contract to. Somebody that takes the money and takes advantage of it. Yeah. That's not Hayward. Pablo Sandoval is a it's great not example. Yeah. Pablo Lil Yumper. Sandoval, great example. <coughs> Excuse me. Lil Yumper, super chat. Jed's comments on Jay Hay's situation and future were very interesting. Makes it seem like they might do something in the offseason. Dare I say there is hope. <laughs> He's ready to be hurt again. <laughs> yeah. Nick Nick G says Albert Almora was a first rounder. Yeah, I'm I agree with that, but like Jason Hayward was like one of the top prospects in yeah. baseball. When he made Again, his debut, it was like right. here's Jason Hayward. Again, free agent at twenty six. Yeah. That's all like I like like that's all I really need to say. Because most free agents or most guys go into free agency, you know, at early at the earliest, like twenty eight, twenty, twenty nine. Yeah. And he was twenty six, I'm pretty sure, when he was a free agent. So uh yeah. Yeah, uh, it's Joey. Do you have the quote from uh, Jed Hoyer that we used earlier today on Hayward? Yeah, yeah. One second. Uh, so I mean, he, you know, again, I'm a little surprised that it happened, but at least there is some transparency here that, like, this yeah. is what we're doing. Uh, Jed saying, "I've talked to Jason about this, and he's been such a great pro with us and a leader, and we want to give him, uh, uh, we want to have him around the team this year, but we're not going to have him with the team next year." Already talked to him about that. We want to give him the full offseason to be able to go out, find an opportunity. And I think for us, given where we are as a group and where we're going to likely be in the corner outfield next year with Saya and Ian, I think we're going to move in a different direction. So, I mean, that, that part's interesting to me. I know there was a lot of feedback on Twitter saying, hey, Ian – this could mean he gets an extension. I don't know. He, he threw the word likely in there, and I don't think that was by accident either. Yeah. like that, well, that was strategically placed in there instead of just saying, we've got our corner outfield guys next year. Um, and I don't know that not being able to trade Hap influenced this decision to be made this year, but it certainly put if, – if Hap is not a part of their future no matter what, it did create it did create a little bit of an extra crunch in the outfield where they're trying to play these guys, yeah. And that that's really what this is about, right? Uh, Cardinal fan in chat again. He says Hayward was not the best player in the market in 2015. Please do your research. I'll start doing my research when you spell his name right. Thanks. Um, so, again, boom roasted. Yeah. <laughs> boom goes the dynamite. Uh, yeah, I. You know, as far as what Jed said, I do appreciate the transparency, like you said. Uh, I, f I do feel like in recent days he has been more transparent about some things. Uh, well, the trade deadline, I feel like you can at least – I guess you can argue that because some people like you think that, you know, that, they're, that they misplayed their hand. I think I, – I don't know if I think that, but I, I think it's a better possibility that that's what happened than right. not. Than them not trading them because yeah. they wanted to keep them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I, if outside of that, I do feel like that 
uh, in recent interviews. He's been transparent. When he was on the score the other day, I thought he was, you know, he was open and, and honest about a lot of things. So, uh he did go on also to say, for this year, I love having him around. He provides real leadership. He's a great sounding board for the guys. Jason and I have talked a lot about where things are going in the future, and I think for next year we're not going to have him as part of the team. We'll go our separate directions. I'm just curious. I, I don't know. Do you see him getting a, you know, I, I can't really see him going anywhere and getting a lot of at-bats unless it's a team that, isn't looking to compete or, or, you know, signing with a contender as a potential, you know, veteran defensive replacement. And I think you'll get a look from somebody and here's why. Andrelton Simmons got a look. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He can't even hit. Yeah. He can't even hit. 13 hits this year. And Hayward, they, (laughs) some team would see value in at the very least having Jason Hayward compete and be around young guys at spring Mm -hmm. training. So I do think there's at least, (laughs) He may not end up making a team next year. Um, but remember, Albert Amora, still, he's younger, but he's still getting a look with the Reds. So I made mm. a nice catch in the game. And you know, he somewhat blames the Cubs for what happened. But I wouldn't be surprised if he's on a team yeah. at least he's, one more year. At a, at a very small contract, he's yeah. not going to make $22 million from that no, team. No, no, but he's shown, like, he's proven about as much as you can to be a guy where even if he's not contributing where you would like on the field, he's really valuable in, in a locker room. Like, we saw in Game 7 of the World Series, I mean, part of it's probably, you know, a little bit of Cubs lore at this point. But that's, a, you know, a, there's some value there, at least as a veteran guy and – who knows? I wouldn't be surprised if the Dodgers pick him up and they fix him. So, can you imagine if he started hitting for another team? Cubs be- fans would lose. First of all, he is no longer he's no longer the Gold Glove outfielder, but that doesn't mean he's a bad outfielder now. He's just yeah. not the level outfielder he used to be. Um, boy, that'd be stunning. I mean, so- Joey Gallo was hitting terribly with the with the Yankees this year and already he's already made a little bit of an impact with the Dodgers. <laughs> the dude was hitting like 160. Well, it helps to have great hitters all around you. That Well, he had great hitters all yeah, around him in New true. York. Yeah, you're right. I'm just saying like what the Dodgers do, like they bring like Max Muncie yeah. and Justin Turner are, are great examples of just bringing in random dudes and fixing them. Like I, I I'm just saying, I wouldn't be surprised if the Dodgers are like, "Hey, Jason, you want to come out to spring training next year and we'll see what we can do." Yeah. Get old Brant Brown hitting coach in there and see what they can do. Brant I don't Brown, know. Wow. He really is the I know. coach for the Dodgers. It's um, <laughs> he can work with pitching coach Mark Pryor. <laughs> yeah, he's former coach. Joey, I was going to ask you, we, we mentioned it in pregame. $184 million, is it worth it for the world? If, if his speech did impact them settling down in the rain delay and all that stuff, would you – would the I would pay him million? $500 million for his contributions. If that, if if that you say some, that the speech officially did something, then yes. Then, then the whole contract and every – 20 years from now, we're not going to be talking about his, his 240 batting average in seven years with the Cubs. We'll talk about – we'll still talk about the 17-minute rain delay, though. That it, in my opinion, it's not even a question. Just like it's the same idea as – you trade Chapman for Glaber Torres. You do it every time because yeah. you have to get the monkey off your back, and we'll, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Yeah, even if it was, you know, you're never going to know. Mm-hmm. All I know is they won the World Series after the speech. If he doesn't make the speech, I can't tell you what the result if, if is. If he so, doesn't make the speech it's an and they speech. don't win, I can't. Um, I, don't, I don't think he's still on the Cubs at this point. I, don't, I think he's been off the Cubs for several years at this point. 
And I think the entire feelings towards him from the fan base are drastically different just because that has been the one thing that everybody can point to and say, well, you know, he did, he gave the speech. He was, you know, he did his part. If that never happened. I don't know if the Cubs think that. I do think they value the the leadership and who he was and all of those things, like a great guy in the community. And they were trying to make it work. It just didn't quite work to the level they were hoping it would, that, that would earn $184 million. Yeah. I, you know, he had, he, had, he had good moments. I mean, I think I said in pregame the walk-off grand slam. I think that was in 2018. Against he was good in 2020. Yeah. And, and I thought he was good in, in 19 and it was okay in 18 too. Again, none of those years – equal to the value of his contract but still he was he wasn't he wasn't awful like he has been this year and last year but um yeah the Walgroff grand slam the the speech and then he did he hit a homer in 2020 off Josh Hader in the late innings of of a game in Milwaukee that was I mean that was that was pretty cool um, right, it's just like for 184 million dollars, we shouldn't you. we shouldn't be going back and thinking like, oh yeah, he had that one homer against Josh. Yeah, and that was cool. Like it was a dis- it was disappointing, but it was, it was a Gatorade shot. Here's what I'll we say. all know that, but here's the thing about the speech. Like people say, ah, it's a speech. You don't know if it did this. That was the most pressure packed rain delay in the history of baseball. Like there's never been. A, First of all, we were worrying for decades about whether or not when the Cubs finally got there, if the moment would be too big and they would just fall flat on their face because of all of the expectations. People said 108 years didn't matter, and then teams would go through it, and you get 0-3, and and Bartman touches the ball, and they just shrivel up and nothing happens. Mm. People were worried about that happening again, like, oh, no, we really are jinxed. All of that nonsense – but it really did factor into players feeling the pressure of we've got to be the ones to do this. So you had this young group coming in. And when you go into that rain delay, I'm just telling you, there was, there was a good chance that they were going to sphincter up and not play well coming out of that. The rain delay happened and somebody had to say something. And sure, guys were saying the right thing, but every player in there has said, Hayward is the one that put it all together and said, we go out to play and have fun, stop worrying about this, all this other stuff, go out and play the game. I, don't, I can't sit here and say that's the reason they won the World Series, but it's not the reason they lost the World and, Series. And 100%, so. none of us were in the locker room, and, and what I remember from that crazy 20 minutes or so, every player that was interviewed on Fox after that game, the first thing they said about the rain, they said, Jason Hayward, every single player... And when they interviewed Correct. him, just how calm and collected he was after the game, and just, I just got to remind these guys who we've been all season. And it's just, it's hard to believe that it would have gained this, you know, lore around it and become such a big moment in Cubs history if it wasn't a legit special moment for all the guys in there. And we all, you know, Tom Verducci has an amazing recollection of, you know, what happened inside the weight room that this all went down in. And as we, as Cubs fans, would be lucky one day to ever like see a video or see you know some of the things that were said. But it, it truly, to me, is like one of the craziest moments in any sport, sport history to imagine. Just to imagine, like if I could be a fly on the wall for any moment in Chicago sports history, that is so high up on the list. I just in, in with all the emotions and the history, it 
will forever be indebted to Hayward one way or another, at least for that part of it. Tiny little opinion. weight room, about twice the size of this carpet. Like, a yeah. nothing little weight room, and you cannot tell the story of the 2016 World Series champion Cubs without that speech in it. Like, the story can't be told without that speech. So, and like Joey said, everybody, instantly everybody talked about it afterwards. And remember, again, that's a team that had an MVP on it, a former World Series MVP, a current World Series MVP in Ben Zobrist, but it just that's not necessarily his personality, I don't think, to be the guy giving the speech. Mm-hmm. Rizzo was young and wasn't the guy to give the speech. Chris Bryant was a league MVP, too quiet, didn't make... They, that also became a problem down the line when Hayward wasn't that player they had hoped he'd be, that he was the leader. Like, he was the guy that everybody would listen to because people still... Whether he was playing a big role or not, people respected Jason Hayward. So it was the right guy at the right time to give the speech. So yeah, I'm not saying it was worth $184 million for the product that he put on the baseball field, but he wasn't, he wasn't a slacker out there. No, definitely not. So I, I don't understand the, the hate that has gone toward Jason Hayward um, as much as some other guys that have certainly gone through the Cubs. Uh, now... As they they signed, or they they picked up Fran Mel Reyes. We'll see if he is one of the guys that takes some of the bats um, with Hayward not going to be around. Mm-hmm. And then the other story from today is that Ken Rosenthal jumped in on something that was said earlier in the season about free agent shortstops, and we've had a lot of talk about that. And he says the Cubs have to get one of those four guys and that he believes as well they will get one of those big four free agents at shortstop. Bogarts, Correa, Trey Turner, Dansby Swanson. Right. What do you he make of that the on, comment? He said that on his podcast yeah. uh, from The Athletic, uh, and they were talking about the, the, the trade deadline aftermath, uh, and when he got to the Cubs, um, honestly, when I listened to it, I almost wanted to throw up because it was like, it just sucked to hear, but also like agree with him in terms of just what he thought about the Cubs, uh, uh, you know, aftermath deadline and like the state of the organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he he straight up said that a lot of a lot of the reason the Cubs haven't spent is because of ownership. Uh, and I know a lot of fans, at least in the chat I read all the time, are saying that you know this, that, all these excuses and stuff. And I. I I've never really fully given Ricketts the the full on like he's like I'm not giving him the Michael Collada uh, treatment, but I am I've I've always said that there's a lot of there's Michael, you've the, earned that. the the, the time the timing is always the timing always has to be perfect when it comes to spending big dollars. But yeah, Ken said that you know they need to spend on one like big this off season uh, because of all these different scenarios and stuff especially in the division that they're in uh, is another reason that he added. So yeah, as far, I, and I only wanted to point that out just for anyone who was wondering what we were talking about in terms of what we found the the source. Um, so Bogarts, Correa, Trey Turner, Dansby Swanson. I mean, we've talked about before. Um, Correa is younger. Um, Bogarts, uh, you know, he was, I can't believe it's hard to believe that Correa is the youngest out of that group. Yeah. 
Bogarts is a, he's pretty high on my list since like you know being with the Red Sox and yeah. the Cubs' relationship with the Red Sox and how they've you know take gotten guys from or their front office has history of you know scouting those guys uh, earlier in their careers. Um, Trey Turner, I I feel like he might go back to the Dodgers. To be honest, Dansby Swanson's interesting. This is like his really big breakout. He's been a very good player, but mm-hmm. I think this is like his fir- like his big like first really big season. Um, I could be wrong about that. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. Will the Hayward deal make them gun shy on going too far in one of these contracts? Too it long. Shouldn't. Too it- long. It should. I care more about the years than I do about the money, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, do I want to give an eight? We just year, saved all this money, right? Do I want to give an eight-year deal to a to a baseball player? It's a not, long time. Not really, uh, because at the at the end of the day, you're probably only get gonna get like half. Like, if you get someone who hits, half of those years will probably be like elite level play. Um, but I. I do feel like doing that, making that move, kind of sets the tone for your franchise for the the for the present in terms of the next two to three years. Mm-hmm. And a Bogarts or a Correa or a Swanson or a Turner can can completely change the entire Cubs uh, organization in a positive direction if you add them in with Nico Horner up the middle. It, if if one of those guys mm-hmm. says. All things are equal. I'll take your deal, but I have to play short. Does it make you think about one of the other guys? I don't because think because of should. the season Nico's had. Uh, I don't think it should. No, I I personally don't think it should either. Yeah. Also, once you get him here, you can make him play whatever you want. <laughs> like, yeah, I just just being honest. I know there was a lot of talk about Manny Machado when he was going to be available, and it was like, well, Manny's got to play this or this. He plays third. He's yeah. played third base like his entire career with with the Padres, and he was like a shortstop. Yeah, so, so that's what I mean. <laughs> let, that's why I say like, yeah. I wouldn't let the position those four guys play influence whether or not I sign them. They're good baseball players. Cubs got to collect good baseball players. That means Nico moves. Nico moves it. That means they move. They move. Yeah. And that can be decided later in my eyes. That said, Nico Horner has definitely earned the spot to play shortstop. I, who like you know how Strowman's came in? He freaking said that Kyle Hendricks should still start opening day. Yes, like, but Kyle Hendricks has started Game Seven. Kyle Hendricks true. had been here a long time. Nico has had a good four months, a good half of a season. Right? Yeah. yeah, a good four months. Right. right. So it's like I don't want to knock what he's done. He's been the best surprise of the season. Mm-hmm. He's been the biggest plus in my eyes for what the Cubs have had this season. Right. But I wouldn't not sign Xander Bogarts because of it. Right. Yeah. It's definitely not something that you don't sign a guy because of. You just got to go, you just got to get the guy who's willing to play all of play all over the infield. Honestly, I, a guy like Correa and, and Bogarts to me are guys who could play short or second base. So you know, it's not like the Cubs are going to throw the same lineup out there every day. You know what I mean? But yeah. you got to, you got to, I, I, clearly the Cubs are trying to get more, more versatile guys in there so they can have different lineups and shit like that. And I'm okay with that because we saw through the golden era that like that, that was, that led to success. So we're going to see, man. Jack R saying Nico is the best defensive shortstop. 
That might be the case, and then I would keep him there. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if it comes down to it and a guy would say, I'll come here, but I need to play short, Mm -hmm. uh, if it's one of those four guys, I would have a conversation with Nico and be like, so do you want Xander Bogarts or are you going to mail it in? First of all, that's not going to be Nico. Yeah. The competitive side of him wants to be the shortstop, but I also think he wants to win a World Series. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, Joey, was there a super chat that we missed earlier in the show? Maybe Lil Yumper? Yeah, I thought we, we got were, to Lil we Yumpers. Read we read that one. Yeah, was there yeah. another one, or am I, I imagining that one? I thought it was just uh, Okay. I just want to make sure we didn't. Lil you know, Yumpies today. Somebody pay, pays for the super chat. I want to make sure they get their super chat. Right. We care about the people, except for this Cardinals fan. Sorry, bro. But thank you for being here. But if you spend on a super chat, we'll read your comment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Send us send us twenty five dollars. I'll read your comment. I uh, really- yeah, the Cardinals fan BGDN LSD says John Madden abused Chapman. No speech was ever needed. <laughs> oh. John Madden. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> That's so Cardinals fan. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, <laughs> and Mike Michael says Ricketts wants to find a free agent who can make a speech. <laughs> yep. Uh, That's so Michael Collada, very on brand. Uh, anyway, so how would you rank those four guys? Uh, well, Correa just at the top, just because he's younger. And then I go Agreed. Bogarts, and Correa then, Bogarts, and then I probably lean Turner over Swanson, just because Turner has more success. Yeah, and I don't know the age difference between those two guys. Yeah, I don't know the age Turner difference and Swanson, but I, I honestly, if you added any of the four, you've made your team better. Period. I don't, I'm not saying yeah. where you're playing, but you, one of those four guys is in your lineup next season, you're a better team because of it. Yeah. I think Swanson and Turner are more likely to stay with their teams, but I'll, you know, I think Bogarts or Correa could easily be on a different team next year. Yeah. More so Correa out of the four. Bogarts, I th- who knows, he might, not even, he might not even opt out. He has to opt out of his contract with Boston to even, like, for us to even, like, think about it. It's just everyone just kind of assumes it's going to happen. And as we've seen, Luke, assuming things just doesn't work. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> I mean, I would love to see Correa take a similar deal to what he just took with the Twins. Maybe he makes a little more per season, but it's not guaranteed way down. Like there's a bunch of – there's a chance he'd be here for a year or two and leave. Or he's there for a year and leave. You'll find out what he's like. Yeah. The window, in my eyes, has been pushed a little bit further back than what I think some people were hoping. And I know not everybody wants to hear that, but even if you sign one of these guys, I'm not sure a World Series window is open. Like, can you be competitive in this division? Yes, that's what was frustrating about this offseason. Like, if you really wanted to be competitive, you could have. But they are starting to find some things out about some of these guys. Yeah, Um, They should should be able to to compete in this division next year, though. Yes. With If you sign a shortstop, and I, w- I still say they need to sign a top-tier number one starter, but even if they just sign a proven arm that has even shown... Even if it was Carlos Rodon and he was your number two or whatever, right. like, I don't... Yeah, if they sign I guess Rodon. you'd st- consider Rodon your one, but I, I'd yeah. be fine if you considered him your two or whatever, right. too. So like, like someone like that, yes. If you do the, those two things, then, yeah, you have a good – I would say you have a good shot to compete in the NL Central. Sounds like Ryan Herrera is almost ready to join us here. So if you enjoy CHGO, 
One way to help us continue to grow is download the PointsBet app. Use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only do you get those two risk-free bets, up to two grand, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you get the free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. Any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we will help you out. And in case you missed it, Online sign-up available in Illinois. You can download that PointsBet app right now. Register your account start to finish all from your phone. Signing up with the fastest sports book. It's easier than ever. Start living your bet life in seconds. What are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And again, very soft t-shirts, too, if you're lucky enough to get mm. the swag. Oh, yeah. And we're and lucky enough to get Ryan Herrera's content. Yeah, we are lucky enough. Uh... Ryan, do you? Uh, There's Ryan. There he is. Do you have you seen that Dylan C shirt? I did the size C's. Does it hurt you as much as it hurts me? <laughs> I think it's cool because I'm gonna hype up my our good buddy Eric from up in DNVR. We gotta we gotta let him know that it looks cool. <laughs> That's it. it definitely gotta, looks cool. Sure it definitely looks cool. I, but I but we're still sad about it, for yeah, sure, also. We're still sad about it, and I told people that if they love my misery, they should buy it. So I hope at least 50 shirts are being bought because they want to see my misery. My, they want to live in my misery. So There you go. Uh, uh, Joel Martinez is pointing out the nice flannel, Ryan. I'm wondering, is has the Hawaiian already been replaced by the flannel? Is summer gone? <laughs> uh, it feels like it, man. It's like... <laughs> 670 is it below 69 degrees right now nice 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 um but yeah no it's cold winds blowing winds blowing straight back at the press box today it's it wasn't the hawaiian kind of day it doesn't feel like <laughs> and it's only august 8th so i'm not i don't know you, you know it's going to be like like humid and miserable tomorrow now. yeah right it'll be it'll be yeah. back it'll be back yeah. before the oh, yeah. uh, summer's over um sure. so how much talk was hayward was that all before the game, or, or were players talking about that after the game as well? Uh, I mean, the Hayward, uh, the Jed kind of broke that news, so we didn't. That was well after clubhouse closed pregame, um, postgame. Uh, you know, we not a lot of players in there. Uh, we got Nico. Nico kind of talked about how uh, big Jason Hayward was um, kind of since he debuted in 19. Um, we talked about how like him and Jason are, are a couple of the few uh, players that actually stay in Chicago in the off season. Um, so they train together and he's like, you know, that's, that's a friendship Nico is going to have, even, even though Hayward has likely, I mean, I, I, I think we could say he's played his last game as a Cub um, that Nico said, I like, guess that's a, that's a friendship. He's going to, that's going to last past the end of the season, past next season, past, you know, whatever that, that's, um, a thing, and then yeah, we didn't get there. Were no, there weren't a ton of players in the uh, clubhouse post game, but it's just, um, I think, just talking to players throughout the season, talking to David Ross, talking to Jed today, um, they all understand that obviously Hayward hasn't performed um, this season. Last season struggled as well, um, but they all under, but they all you know they, they, they all love Jason Hayward. They all we'll always talk about how much of how big of a leader, how much he means to them, how much he means to the city outside of just, you know, baseball. Um, they always talk about that. And, and that's, I, I don't think it's just kind of blowing smoke either. Uh, like they truly appreciate what Jason Hayward does off the field. 
on the field again, obviously struggles um, and, and doesn't perform the way that, uh, you know, someone with that big of a contract should, uh, but just off the field stuff, he means so much. And that's why sometimes when you look at like, you understand in, in the baseball sense of when people call for him, you know, being released or DFA, whatever it is. I mean, you get it because of the frustration of him not performing. But at the same time, there's a lot of different things that goes into that and goes into who he is outside of, you know, off the field um, that maybe just doesn't resonate with everyone. Maybe. maybe that's the right way to put it. Like just people, not, not everyone thinks about the whole totality of it. Um, but yeah, no, that that's, that's kind of basically what today was, was as soon as Jed kind of dropped that pipe bomb on us, that was, uh, it became like Cubs Twitter blew up is, is kind of the way it ended. Well, we kind of, I think most people thought that if it hadn't happened at this point in the season, that it might not happen this season. That it was most likely, you know, something that might happen in the off season, but it wasn't going to happen during the season. So I was, I was caught by surprise that the, they announced it, you know, this shortly after the, the trade deadline and, now, I, I agree that I haven't heard a bad word about Jason Hayward from a teammate or really from any fan that's ever interacted with him. Um, sometimes, by the way, playing for that big contract is hard mentally on guys, and I don't know if that's ever really been mentioned with Jason Hayward. I know Lester talked about it early in his career with the Cubs. Like, you, you want to live up to that money and, you know, He's done other things for in the community, but sometimes that's not the easiest thing. And I don't get me wrong; it's something I'd like to see if I could do. You know, <laughs> like and, and like anybody would say that. Like, oh, you'll hear that from everybody. Oh, I'll take 184 million and the criticism. It's not the easiest mm-hmm. thing. It's not mm-hmm. the easiest thing to perform and do his job. I've just never heard that. I've just never heard that mentioned. I just think baseball is a tough sport, and yeah, sometimes sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. This case, yeah, you hear, yeah, yeah, you hear you know, people talk about like how much he works, how much he, he time he puts in off the field to just to really live up to the contract, right? To really prove that he was worthy, at least somewhat of, of that contract, and how it just didn't translate, right? But there, there's no one that we've talked to, no one that's talked about Jason Hayward that will say you know anyone outworks him because everyone talks about how he comes to the field. Every day, he's always there putting in the work. He's always, you know, telling, you know, helping teach young guys, young players how to, to work at this level. And it didn't translate on the field, obviously. That's, there's no question about that. The work he puts in off the field didn't translate. But like, like you said, Luke, like it's, there's no questioning the, the, his, his work ethic as, as a player, just as a kind of as a human being. And that's, you know, that's, that's separate from his on the field results, I'd say. Uh, I just saw your tweet, Ryan, that Frank Schwindel was optioned to AAA. Oh. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was uh, post-game. French, uh, optioned uh, to AAA. How about that? Poor one out. I hope he's riding middle seat on his way to Des Moines. Another night. Wow, that was cold. That was yeah. cold, Del Mendo. Was it cold? I, I, no, it's just a funny that story cold. that we'll be it telling is. our kids it is, about. You're right. It's just a joke. <laughs> That's hey, mean Del Metro. Frank, Frank, <laughs> Del Mindo. Frank is someone that will, you know, you know how we mention uh, Brian LaHare, like when yes. we think about the first rebuild. Yeah. Frank will be that guy. He's when a better the, when story. The, when the Cubs are finally good again, we'll be like, ah, oh, remember the good old days, Frank Schwindel. Frank, remember the how tank. he hung out at Murphy's drinking Miller Lights? Like that guy was that guy was a dude. 
<laughs> well, I mean that, but that's another. You know, they're trying I'm to free up in the DFA, infield. But yeah, yeah, they're they're trying to free up the infield a little bit, free up the outfield, yeah. and we saw we saw today why it's important to free up that spot with Jason Hayward, like Cody was saying at the beginning of the podcast. Velasquez bats, and you know, he, we need to see that. We need to see if the guy can hit home runs. We need to see if he can be a consistent hitter at the major league level. Um, after all, it's about exploring, guys. It's all about exploring the last and two months. I'm going to assume that this clears up a spot for Reyes tomorrow. Could. So for anyone who's like, oh, yeah. is Matt Mervis on the way? I don't think it's Mervis roll. this season. Speaking <laughs> of this question from Joe Martinez, is it Matt Mervis time, flannel Jesus? I think <laughs> that's you, Ryan. Uh, no, it's not Matt Mervis time, and I don't think – you, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see a, a real scenario. I mean, I guess I see a scenario, but I don't think it's, it should be the expectation that Matt Mervis comes up at all this season. Um, I don't believe he's Rule Five eligible. Um, if I've looked at it correctly, I don't think he is. Uh, while there are plenty of other guys that are, uh, so it's it's going to take a lot of quick learning about some of those guys before Matt Mervis kind of makes his way up here. I think. I mean, this is. I mean, again, from Mel Reyes. Um, claimed off waivers earlier today. Um, no move was made to open an active roster spot for him officially, um, but obviously Frank getting options to AAA does. Um, so I think, you know, you kind of do the math. That's probably the, the, the move that'll come tomorrow. Uh, Fran Mel Reyes, um, you know, a guy that hit, he hit 30 home runs last year, I want to say. Like, mm-hmm. he, did. Yep. He, he has pop in that bat, which the Cubs don't have a ton of it. Um, he's had a couple good seasons in the past. He's cheap. It's a low risk move. You know, it, they have, I think they have the potential to just non tender him at the end of the season if things don't work out. So, I mean, I, I don't think it, I don't, I don't think this was a bad move in any sense. I think you're taking, it's kind of like, you know, you're exploring, Luke. You're exploring right. what Fran Reyes can do in a different situation, right? Yeah, it's, it's just a quick roll of the dice, see what happens. I wouldn't expect huge things out of it, but if it does, great. You catch lightning in a bottle. Should we take care of who you got? Yeah, I'd sure, love to take it. care of who you got. Yeah, Cody feels pretty good about it. Now, each guy well, I'm gonna say, had a decent I'm gonna night. This. Uh-huh. I'm going to say this. In honor of what, you know, went down today, I think Joey wins. I would give Joey my vote. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to give Jody the Joey, the win for taking Hayward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, I, he think, I think so too, not, Ryan. I we think can so let the chat decide. Another, now he doesn't get another chance to do it. So, I mean, now we know for sure. He's been picking been picking Hayward every game all season, uh, relatively. Yeah, I, think, I, I mean, Joey takes his one. Considering I'm one behind uh, Cody now, I don't want to feel like, you know, I'm cheating in any way, shape, or form. So. I, we can let the chat decide, or however. I you would do feel it. different if we're talking about Wilson Contreras. Oh, okay. Uh, or Ian Happ, but we're talking about Jason Hayward. So, I, I do not agree with Ryan's idea here. Um, <laughs> Seats yeah, getting a little too be, hot, isn't it? That's going to be a yeah. no for me, dog. Yeah, uh, it says it says the guy that didn't even make a pick on Friday. Like, that's right. Yeah, was he regrets drunk. that. He feels Ooh. my hot breath on his neck now. Yeah, yeah wait, did, did he add the hey, points? there's been did days the that you forgot Friday? to pick. At least we gave you a pick. I always pick. No, there's been days that you <sighs> haven't made a pick, and you know what we've done? We've made a pick for you. Yes, and 
You guys didn't even make a pick for me. You could have you could have gave me Hayward on Friday. <laughs> I would have given you Hayward. I would have done that. Actually, usually my my move is to give whoever doesn't pick Andrelton Simmons. That's no longer <laughs> right possible. But who does it, that you might just get Andrelton Simmons <laughs> still, even though he's not who on the team. Be, who does that player now become for the person that forgets to make a pick? Because it was VR. It was VR. Okay. Then it was Simmons. Or Hayward. Like Daniel Norris was in there a few times. Daniel Norris may have been in there, but like it can't be Schwindel anymore. So now who is the player that now gets designated as the player chosen if you forget to make a pick? Mm. That's a tough call. Yeah, because there isn't anyone that's just like I think Ryan is just dying to pick Jan Gomes. Like maybe Jan Gomes. It It might be Fran Mill. Yeah, Fran Mill Reyes. He does have a minus war this year, so... Somebody says Madrigal. <laughs> Madrigal. <laughs> Ortega's not hey, good. Two walks tonight, brother. Two walks. Yeah, Nikki, two, two walks. And he had a great yeah. game on Friday. He nearly That's right. won me who you got Nikki, on Friday. Nikki, uh, two walks, two hits. Uh, Nikki, eight which, balls, like uh, Sylvie said on Twitter. Shout out to you. Speaking of Sylvie. which, speaking of which, did Cody add our points from Friday? I did. He's at. He's at. Okay, I've added him. Yeah. Luke is in second place. Jared. He has 15, and you have 12. I can I'm tell you what, this is heating up. This is bigger than the race to yeah. 63. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing is bigger than the I race mean, to 63, man. you got to figure, like, man. I, we no, should get, is... like, uh, Jake Bunowski and, and Bleacher Jeff to start holding up signs for, like, who is in front. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, Joel, Joel says this... Rowan Thick. Rowan As in Thick. Rowan Wick. He, yeah. He spelled Thick. Yeah, he, oh, he, he is gigantic. Yeah. Well, your guy hit a Canadian. home run Canadian. and a hit. Ryan's guy Two had my an guy had RBI, days. right? My guy had a double. Yeah. It's, 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 pro, it's, you win. You win. I can't give it to Whatever. Hayward. I, I, I can't make that decision. If the chat wants to wholeheartedly say Hayward, then that would be a different tried, decision. Joey. It's out I of tried. my hands. Uh, like Kevin Malone says, it's just nice to win one, fellas. Speaking of which, Marcus Stroman goes tomorrow, correct? I believe so. Game two of the series on Tuesday. The Cubs have nine games. This was the first of nine games they play in a row against the Nationals and the Reds. Do we want to make any picks? How many are they going to win of those nine games? Uh, against You said against the Nationals? Nationals, Reds, Reds. Nationals. Nine straight games. Oh, man. How many? <laughs> I'll go they win seven, which brings it down to, I think, 14 in the race for 21 for 60 for 63 for 63 yeah i think that's what it would be wow Uh, Mm. i gotta tell you if they win if they win seven of nine cody might get back on them well wait a minute we could get back to 500 if we go on a run here (laughs) no i'm not brendan all right you guys like want to throw me in in that realm with brendan that's not that's not true i just like to think optimistically all right that's right let me just let me just just let me be me okay let me be me. Yeah. We should give that. Cody, what, what was Just Cody's let me be preseason? Me. What was Cody's preseason record? Eighty-seven. Like 87, gonna bring it up. Eighty-seven wins. I was actually thinking about that just now. I'm curious this is to see if the Cubs won out, won every game from here on out. I I still think they would only be like at like ninety-four wins. I can't do the math. Yeah. I can't off I the top of my head, but it's not that much higher than eighty-seven. 
Well, if they if they hit if they hit sixty three, that means if I'm doing the math correctly, they would still need twenty four more wins to match Cody's predicted total, right? Yeah. That that math's pretty simple. Michael's saying they're going to yeah. win three out of nine. Charlie's taking five or six. Rickett says two and a half, according to Michael. I think it's nine games, not ten, though, right? I think it's nine. Well, it's it's nine, including tonight. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. believe so. so. They've already won the one. They've yeah, they've won I, one. You got a freebie there if you're picking. I just I, can't believe y'all nine. Have to, you just have to bring up eighty-seven win. I'm gonna say. Again. I'll say. Mm-hmm. I'll say. I'm going to say five of nine. I'll go six Because they're going to lose to the Reds. They'll probably get swept by the Reds. Watch. I wouldn't be surprised. The Reds are playing well right now. Didn't they lose the Field of Dreams game? No, I think they blow out the Reds in the Field of Dreams game. National TV, we're back. Maybe the Field of Dreams (laughs) game should count as two, so it's just picking out of ten because it is such an epically big game. Such a matchup. Such a game. We yeah. can't wait. Anything the world else has been waiting. Anything else, Ryan, before we sign off? Anything big from the David Ross or Jed Hoyer or anybody? Um, well, I mean, Lucas had this question. Is Miley making another rehab start in Iowa this week? Mm-hmm. Um, so just a quick update. He he I think he threw a light bullpen session today. Um, and then he was I think they're, they're looking at sending him on another minor league rehab start soon. I don't know exactly which day that is, but that's kind of the plan for Miley. So I think he's closing in on a return from this long absence, a long stint on the IL. Mm. Um, maybe maybe a little bit too late for trade deadline purposes, but yes, uh, he's, he's Miley uh, Miley's making his return this is seemingly soon if if things start going well. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's about all I got. I mean, <laughs> there's you one see, thing. Do we all yeah. see Michael's comment? He he never <laughs> fails to crack me up at least once in a show. Last place looks good to El Cheapo. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay. All right. Sometimes, sometimes I Michael feel like he gets one. a little lazy, but that was a <laughs> that good was one not movie. lazy. That was pretty yeah. Good. That was pretty good. And I I also saw that uh, Alzali. Through yes. BP in Arizona, right, to Brendan Davis. Yeah, yes, I was about to say that. I saw that on Twitter. Uh, you know, Jed mentioned it earlier today. Um, he said he does, don't know that Adbert will make it back to um, – that he'll be he'll be pitching, like, on, on a mound somewhere this season. He doesn't know that it'll be on a ma- at Wrigley Field on a major league mound mm. for the Cubs this year. Um, that's obviously – a maybe not best case scenario, but at least on the better side of things, if things go well, um, that he could maybe get back to the Cubs at some point, but uh, that's kind of still remains to be seen uh, if that'll happen. Uh, as far as uh, Kyle Hendricks had an MRI today, Jed hadn't yet, you know, met up with the doctors to talk about it before he talked to us. Um, but that MRI and the results from that, um, that's going to kind of determine whether really if he pitches again this season. Uh, I know they, they they want him to just be healthy. I don't think they want him to push. They don't want to push him to pitch this season and risk more injuries. So if the MRI says something that they should just shut him down, I think they will uh, make sure that he's health, healthy for, for 2023. But as 
as of right as of what we you know learned from Jed today, they haven't he hasn't seen the results yet. Um, so I think we'll have to get a little bit more clarity on Kyle Hendricks' situation for the rest of the year uh, here soon. I gotta admit that like I did not see this Hendricks injury thing being prolonged like this. No, and it's you know considering he's older, yeah. it's it's a little more concerning moving for forward. Sure. Yeah, and I think we talked about it last week. Like, I just don't think that you can go into next year with him as any anywhere in the top three of your rotation. I think he'd be fine as as, as a number five, but he, there's I just don't think he can be anywhere near the top of it. You don't want to count on him for that, and if you get something more, that's great. Yeah, yeah. and and you hope you do. Uh, all right, sounds good. Uh, thanks, Ryan. We appreciate it. Uh, thanks for all the updates on Jason Hayward and all that was going on. Busy day at Wrigley Field. You can uh, find Ryan's stuff, allchgo.com. Get that membership, subscribe to the YouTube, give us the likes, give us the what else do you do? The, the subscribe. 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 subscribe to hammer Sports. the like button. Hammer it. Smash hammer the it. like we button. We got 17 likes, 68 people watching currently. Hmm. 17 likes. Thought we were better than that. I thought we were better than that too, Stucky, but apparently uh, on the day of our Lord, August 8th, 2022, hmm. apparently we're not. We're I not. I feel kind of bad about that. I wish they could make us feel better. We'll see. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe, uh, maybe we tomorrow. will be back tomorrow with a post game show. Um, Mr. Corey Friedman's going to join in. Yeah, yeah. Me Remotely. and Corey are going to switch it out. I'm going to be at the ballpark tomorrow, yeah. and Corey's going to do my job. Maybe you uh, send us some updates. Yeah. Until they're not sober, and then skip them after that. <laughs> maybe I send you a nice little ballpark photo. I'll, I'll be Corey. I'll take a picture of my hot dog, perhaps. Oh yeah, he's always got. He's the always hot the hot dog. Tweets. dog yeah, he's always got the hot dog tweets. And then he always like <coughs> tweets something related to like what what his what the view is like from the right, seat. Right, right. He's a bragger. Yeah. Uh, all right. Thanks for checking out the uh, CHGO Cubs post game show podcast. Cubs win. They beat the Nationals. And of course, the big news: Jason Hayward will not play again in a Cubs uniform. He'll be released at the end of the season. Thanks for watching. We will see you on Tuesday after the game. Until then, fly the W.